0: Welcome to another episode of Schnozcast. Your host tonight. This is Bob, joined by Corey and Nick. Corey and Nick. Corey's not even here. Todd Start Nick over. Nick and Todd.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Corey's off on special wedding assignment. So balls for- on mantle. <laughs> the balls in the purse.
1: Indeed. All right, gentlemen, how are you?
2: Oh, not so bad.
1: Todd? Better than a man has a right to be, brother.
0: Oh, I love it. Love it. Thinking outside the box. All right, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Uh, please join us here uh, every week. We release episodes on Fridays at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And in the meantime, uh, you, can join us, you can follow us out on social media um, and in streaming services on Apple Podcasts and Podbean and Spotify and all of the places where you can get a podcast. You can also find us out on facebook youtube and instagram all at schnozcast if emailing is your thing you can email us at schnozcast at gmail.com or you can call or text us anytime day or night at 618 shocker
2: on the shocker line open all the time yeah
1: boy oh all
0: right so we are uh, down one host tonight but uh he's in our uh, thoughts one way or the other Ooh. thoughts and Ooh. prayers Ooh. thoughts and prayers who are we missing um your favorite tortoise from the Tawas area, oh, Mr. Corey. T
1: T's not here,
0: Captain Skeevy. Yeah. <laughs> now, normally, if Nick wasn't here, that'd mean Todd's ninety-second sports could be as long as he fucking wants. But exactly. wh- what benefits does Todd enjoy now that Corey's been here?
1: <laughs> I know, of course, that here we can't even play the TikTok song for like eighteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, we, we can. do whatever we want. That's right. <laughs> we can play the entire
0: thing and then never show one fucking TikTok. <laughs> So, uh, what has been going on? So this week, uh, my t- my my prized possession, my TV in my living room over the over the fireplace uh, over the mantle, died, and it had a good what? run. What no. good run?
1: I this, was just staring at it a couple of weeks ago.
0: Yeah, it was a 2009 purchase and made it all the way to 2022.
1: And that's not that's the, pretty good.
2: Okay, that's yeah, that's not that's really so that's good. Not the new. Yeah,
0: Corey helped me hang it. Um. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so what he like? Uh, put the plug in on oh, the wait, bottom of the he? wall. I, he,
0: uh, he. I, it's definitely not a one person job to put up a mount and then hang a television. Definitely not. No,
2: I know, but it's not a unless Corey you're doing it for a
0: mount and a te- your television's like a, a a nine inch television.
2: Right, but it's not a Corey Slusky so, job not, unless your television not is not for nothing. Nine not inches nothing. off the floor.
0: Not for nothing. Sorry to cut you up, Nick.
1: No, not for nothing. I have hung at least fifty TVs, and I've and I have hung TVs as big as sixty inches by myself, mount and all. Well, uh, just saying,
0: you yeah, you've just got the experience, man. You've got the mileage. I don't have that. You've got the Kavorka and the Kavorka. The mileage and the Kevorka. And the pipes. And 40... 40. And the pipes, sorry. Uh, The mileage, the Kevorka, and the pipes. The three things that you've got.
2: 47 of those TVs were in his own home.
1: Yeah. I I probably have 17 hanging right now. Each in a different room. No, no. No, remember my bonus room. I have five TVs hung in there.
0: (sighs) Is that why it's called the bonus room?
1: That's why it's the bonus
0: room, baby. So I also... um, Cooked dinner um, one memorable night earlier this week, uh, and I, I I had found a recipe. I'm like, this looks like it's gonna be easy, and uh, and I so it it was ground beef, um, peppers, yeah, shredded carrots.
2: Oh, okay, I mean, you peppers. lost me. I was, could have swore you were gonna say like all mixed into cornbread. No, with asparagus.
1: <laughs> no, no. Wait a minute. <laughs> what kind of peppers?
2: Uh, I
0: sliced up some green peppers.
1: Okay. So bell peppers, bell peppers. Yeah. Correct. Yes, that's correct. I'm trying to get the flavor profile.
0: Yep. Uh, chickpeas, um, and Mexican street corn, ground beef, peppers,
2: Mm -hmm. uh, chickpeas, Mm -hmm. Mexican street corn Mm -hmm. and cheese. You said no chickpeas. Okay. So just the chickpeas, the ground beef, the peppers and street corn
0: and shredded carrots. (laughs) <laughs> and, okay but, Corey so I had I had uh, I had marinated the ground beef in Italian dressing uh before I put it in the Jesus. I am, am not you're, a you're off the list. I am not a chef
2: being yo, you and don't you say. Not. You nor,
0: not. nor don't have say. I ever claimed to be. I you, notice I, I didn't send any of you fuckers pictures going, Look what
2: I made. Well that's that's at least but you were Thank you. you were you were definitely um bowl full of jelly rubbing your belly when we were talking about Corey's concoction. <laughs> oh of course. And, Oh my this, God. this may be worse um you've got vegetables
1: <laughs> it's okay buddy he
0: didn't mean it <laughs> no i totally meant it i totally meant it uh no, so I, so there's a bigger story here. Uh, yeah, what what Lori recipe is this? Please it was don't. not a it was not a Lori recipe.
1: It, it was something in freaking women's health. I, I, I <laughs> well, I thought you could probably eat this, baby. These are all the things
2: that you're able to eat. No,
0: she would never. You don't. You're not gonna pick this on your own. I'm, I'm pinning this on my own. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so I season the fuck out of it and then uh Oh god. A, and mm. then
1: <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Hey, Bob. Yeah. Just just so you bring me along in this journey. Yeah. What does season the fuck out of it mean to you? Like give me uh, some some me- some at least sort of measurements and what and, and actually spices. Sure.
0: Uh sure. <laughs> okay. Um um kosher salt, uh garlic powder, black pepper. How much? How much of what?
1: How much of each? Just So, kosher sauce. Sprinkle over over the pan. Todd, if this was...
2: Liberally over the pan. If this was a ribeye or a tenderloin or something, I'd be like, yeah, I'm right there with you. There there is nothing that you can season. (laughs) First of all, no one marinates ground beef, especially in in, uh, in Italian uh, Italian dressing. (laughs) Marinated (laughs) ground beef in Italian... This is like, hey, you know what? This is what I have on the door of my fridge. (laughs) Italian dressing... Some ground beef, I have a can of chickpeas, I have carrots. Yeah, we'll throw some carrots in there. Yep. Oh and uh, I've got a pepper. I've got a bell pepper. Yeah. Oh, and a and a bag of frozen Mexican street corn. Oh so, my God. so
0: What is this? <laughs> well, it's hold, horrible. Hold so on. So <laughs> Jack was Jack was working and so I made it. <laughs> Stay at work. And I <laughs> and you exactly you McDonald's. Go to Arby's Jack. <laughs> And he came home, and I'm like, "Hey, uh, in case you haven't eaten, there's food. Uh, there's food on the table." <laughs> Did you pause so after, after the work? <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> <laughs> so he, so he poured him. He, he. he Dished himself out a bowl a of plate. it. he had, had to pour a plate. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's what, ask. Yeah, that's
1: what was the consistency had. <laughs> okay. He had to was pour it like lumped? Was it like no, Kelly Bob it or was it like it, soup. <laughs> no, <laughs> pour yourself a no. plate, son. It was,
0: it was, it was. A, a pile bit on, the, on the dry side. Uh, <laughs> okay, It was, dry. It was basically uh, ground beef and, but you and marinated vegetables
1: it in an Italian dressing.
0: I did, I did, and you could taste and every bit of that. Dry? Every I'm, bit of that Italian dressing. I'm starting to get sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a little on the dry side.
1: Oh my god! Uh,
0: but he's how long did you cook at, it? Four hours? No, I cooked it for like t- twenty minutes, seventeen minutes. I think it was in the grill. So
2: what was the vessel that you cooked it in? Like uh, a coffee pot? No, it was, it was a pan. <laughs> this is like a prison <laughs> meal. <laughs> you know, it might have been a but but Jack. Jack's cooking uh, on a hot plate.
0: Jack goes, hey, "It's not too bad."
2: Oh god. Oh poor Jack. <laughs> My stomach hurts.
0: I go <laughs> so I go, "Do you want another plate?" He's like, "Oh, of the corn stuff?" I'll pour you but another yeah. plate. So I'm like of the corn So stuff. The, na- the yes, the name of the dish is now corn stuff. <laughs>
1: That should be the name of this
2: episode. <laughs> I don't, I'm not really.
0: Maybe you know. I don't you know. know what goes.
1: You know what
2: goes with with corn with ground beef corn stuff is is ground beef <laughs> corn <shits>. cake.
1: <laughs> exactly. I was I yeah. You were you say the I shit.
0: was one box of cornbread stuffing away from being Corey Selesky.
2: <laughs> oh my god. I, I don't. I I honestly and, and I'm not playing any favorites. Yeah. But I. You would have rather eaten Corey's. No. Than I don't know which one is worse. At this point, Um, you you mine might have been worse. You lost me. I think
1: I figured it out. Yeah, carrots. What'd you figure out, Dad? I think I figured it out. Yeah, there is an evil asshole making money, fucking, or just killing himself, dying, laughing because I'm going to just start writing down random shit recipes (laughs) and see how many knuckleheads actually fucking do it. Yeah, this was a not (laughs) question. This was
2: a recipe. I
0: I will I will tell you that. this this recipe, if you were if you were gonna go to if you were gonna go to the gym and work the fuck out for like two and a half hours, this this was the recipe for you. Okay. loaded with protein and vegetables
2: yes
1: this, yes. this yes. sounds okay. not like, <laughs> big
2: on not big on flavor this recipe sounds like you and jack were playing battle shits 45 minutes after that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I, I'm like so i think that's
1: what it is i think it's a big joke they're like putting these recipes out there just to fuck people up
0: i'm not even i'm not even done because oh. the, the sad part is that i not being a chef again uh, didn't know exactly how much ground beef to buy, so I bought two pounds of it.
1: Oh God! Oh God. So
0: at the end, I had a big so you fucking... had to
1: pour a whole bottle of Italian dressing. <laughs>
0: in, didn't you? I dude, I had a huge tupperware <laughs> container like this deep with all that shit. I was eating it for
1: three days. Oh my <laughs> God! <laughs> One day I had it for lunch and dinner. It was the only thing I ate oh, all and day. Now, and now, Bob, <laughs> I, for we are officially in a fight. Okay, <laughs> again, we're officially in a fight. All right, Nick. Yes, I will not be speaking to Bob at the live show <laughs> other than you. on air. Thank you, Todd. I, I don't will not be spe- because I <laughs> gave him a good recipe. A you gave me a bunch recipe. of them, but they all take you, a fuckload you know, of time to put together. And he pulled. It doesn't take any time to pull it together. More, not more than chickpeas and fucking tuna and fucking marinated ground beef. Good crimey dude. I do. I, I gave do. you a recipe of a real meal. Damn it, and you chose freaking a made up
2: joke. Dude, I, I, I have been unemployed for two months, and I have been eating better than that. Somehow, yeah. without being able to go grocery shopping, I've been able to make things out of frozen, like some, some very questionable things. And yeah. now I'm like, are you two fucking with me? Like, are you and Corey seriously fucking? Like, well, I know Nick feels horrible about making these hobo <laughs> meals at home. Like, we're gonna make stuff that like no one can even imagine
1: eating. <laughs> I know it had 97 things in it. Bob goes, it, it was lacking flavor. I mean, because they all canceled each other out. 100
2: true, it was lacking. Oh, I can't wait till uh, next week's potato chip salad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: Also I will say that while while
1: <laughs> it's packed with pro- it's yeah. packed with protein.
0: <laughs> so J- Jack was like it, it is a little dry. I go you do you want some more? <laughs> do you <laughs>
2: Do you want some more Italian dressing? There's some lumpy dumpers <laughs> he's going like, on that. He's he's like, like, yeah, I'll take.
0: Yeah, I'll take the Italian dressing.
2: <laughs> I'll have an extra side of Italian dressing so, with oh my, my next four.
0: <laughs> so he takes the Italian dressing and he twists off the top. Mm. And I was trying to tell him that there's a, it's a flip top. There's plenty where that <laughs> I, came from. And I, and I learned. Oh no. I learned that apparently the flip top mechanism on a salad a bottle of salad dressing is not called the squirt hole.
1: <laughs> no, that was what you experienced after that meal, exactly. <laughs> hey, Jack, I had to pour, put some aloe on my squirrel <laughs> Jack, don't 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 go too easy on that because there's two more bottles of Italian dressing in the closet where that came from, buddy. Right, right. right. Oh, my stomach hurts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So but tell tell me that the next time you guys use Italian dressing you won't, oh my god. You won't be thinking about the word squirt hole.
1: I but I love I have a grievance
2: now. Yeah. Uh, Todd, sure I love the I love here. the fact of what he just said though. Salad dressing. Oh my god. Salad dressing. Oh Let, let's echo
1: that. Yeah. Salad dressing. Oh my God. <laughs> Not ground. I can't, meat. I can't wait till a new Thousand Island freaking recipe comes out. And oh. marinate your chicken in Thousand Island oh. for two weeks. If he would have said, like, I, I brushed some Italian
2: dressing on my chicken and then grilled it, like, I'd be like, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I right, can yeah. get on exactly. board. Exactly. Exactly. But it's almost as if he was like, I had some uh, leftover milk for my cereal. And so I ground, up some, to- <laughs> ground up some chicken and, uh, some corn stuff. and mixed it up with the milk and let it sit for a while. And then it's like, what? Yeah. You did what? Yeah. <laughs> It makes
0: you know what I could take this all day long from you guys. The, the whole reason why I brought it up was because I thought it would be hilarious, but it makes it <laughs> makes it it makes it so much better is what it is. so much better to do it here while Corey's not here <laughs> on the show to try to deflect blame from the hobo shit that he made
2: because you know oh my god you know you, you
3: uh, i right, I apart a bit all right. <laughs> I, don't you fucking tell me shit from now on. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to fucking hear shit. With that fucking disgusting, fucking chickpeas and carrots. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, At least, least I had fucking carbs. Don't fucking tell me anything. I don't want to hear a word from you.
1: It's packed with protein, Corey. Back with protein. <laughs> that All right. was awesome. We got to move
2: on. Let's go to booze news, Nick. And it's cool. now it's time for booze news.
0: All right, uh today in history, July twenty third, uh former President Ulysses S. Grant died in eighteen eighty five, just after completing his memoirs. Does anybody know what killed him? Polio. Polio. Throat cancer. For Damn the women. For the wind. Throat cancer. Damn. <laughs> and that is all. We so again, this is sort of the new ish. Format for booze news. So I'm just going to kind of run through some headlines. You guys stop me if you want to dive deep, just like you did last week, Ted, on any of these particular stories. I have a question then. Yeah. Do you have polio too? uh, (laughs) 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 And and polio. While suffering from polio,
2: suddenly throat cancer. It's really hard to swallow. (laughs) You know what he just couldn't check. have eaten with polio and throat cancer? <laughs> corn stuff? It's <laughs> c- packed with protein. <laughs> Everybody saved his life. He couldn't have a nice tall pour of that, that corn, corn stuff. That corn stuff
0: kills polio. I am <laughs> nearly positive.
2: Oh, my God. You know how lumpy that is going down? <laughs> oh, it <ain't> coming out. <laughs> I'm just found- uh, uh, Never mind. Just passing another chickpea. <laughs>
0: All right, Uh, has Florida man finally met his match? Meet Florida Sheriff in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. When a naked man in southwestern Florida recently raised a ruckus outside his house and threatened a deputy with a kitchen knife, the SWAT team swooped in and apprehended him.
1: Why was he naked?
0: You want me to to dive deeper? It feels like I need to know why he's naked. Okay. Um, (laughs) He So... (laughs) The Florida man is obviously a, you know, a, a, a cause, celebre, uh, it's a nom de plume that's been assigned to any idiot in Florida who does things like uh, throwing an alligator through a Wendy's drive-thru window, um, but this guy- People do that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, do you want me to go to that news story? Now, that is, <laughs> exactly. that's seven years old. Do you want to hear about that one? I do. It's fucking boozes. I can do whatever I want. All right. So, back in 2015, West Palm Beach, Florida- Uh, Joshua James, 24, was arrested and charged with assault with a deadly weapon without intent to kill after Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation officials say he threw a a three-and-a-half-foot alligator through a Palm Beach County Wendy's drive-thru window in October. He was also charged with illegally possessing an alligator and petty theft. Jail records show he was released on $6,000 bail on Tuesday. He was ordered to to have no contact with animals.
1: (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) They freaking put his dog down.
0: (laughs) Reports say that he drove his pickup truck to the window at about one twenty in the morning. After an employee handed him his drink, he threw the alligator through the window and drove away. No one was hurt.
1: Oh. I'm not sure how that's possible. Did okay. he exclaim see you later? <laughs> no, you, you know what happened. You know what happened, don't you? <laughs> yeah. I feel like you're gonna tell me. You know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. He ordered ten hard tacos, <laughs> a burrito supreme. No, and this a is Chilupa. Wendy's.
0: He's no. not getting that shit at Wendy's. All right, All right. never mind. Reed, Reed, ordered- retool your joke for Wendy's.
1: Okay. R- ready, so go. Yeah, he ordered, exactly. He ordered the spicy chicken sandwich and a <laughs> Wendy's double. And, you know, and he showed up there and he got a Wendy's single and a, and a Frosty. And so then he turned back around and regulated because he was going to raise that alligator at home, I think.
0: <laughs> His mom says he does stuff like this because he thinks it's funny.
1: It was funny.
2: Well,
0: <laughs> not if you were working at the Wendy's drive through at West Palm Beach <laughs> yeah. at 1.20 a.m. And you got and a horizontal, horizontal, gator,
2: horizontal
1: gator coming dude. at you. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying it's even close to right, and no one should ever do that. Yeah. But that is damn funny. <laughs> That's pretty badass, funny. dude. That's a story. When he tells his grandkid, <laughs> <laughs> my right. grandpa. Threw an alligator at a woman at a Wendy's. I mean, they're, they're an invasive species.
0: <laughs> All right, going back to, to uh, news in 2022. Uh, the annual Hemingway Lookalike Contest begins in the Florida Keys this weekend. The 123rd anniversary of Ernest Hemingway's July 21st birth. Oh, sorry, I guess it was two days ago. Uh, this year's competition <laughs> attracted 135 portly bearded men. We're endeavoring to prove their likeness to the famed American author, and we have some shots in here. So, this booze's interruption is brought to you by
2: Fireball. Fireball, when a normal ball just won't count.
1: <laughs> Todd, what's your uh, shot? Crown Apple. A
0: crown Apple. All right, uh, crown, a-
1: crown Apple. Crown Apple. I love.
0: I love doing this because I know what's going to happen. Hey, Todd, you want to just very quickly explain to the listeners what uh, what they should do when we're doing a shot together?
1: No, uh, no. Cheers. <laughs> no, cheers. Hey, so uh, if, if you've
0: got something, a shot, go ahead and join us. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. Salute. Salute. Machu Picchu. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get not on camera, but on the mic. We're going to get Corey Selesky just walking in the door, fresh from uh, what looks like a. Ellen DeGeneres lookalike contest. <laughs> and the shoes. Nice. Nice going. So he's going to try <laughs> to set up a camera. We'll try to get yeah, some. there Yeah, there are no shoes. But in the meantime, um, let's uh, just take a look at a couple more. Hey, uh, Todd, this is for you. Uh, chicken hitches ride ends up in Vermont's, Vermont's largest city. A Vermont family's chicken is back home after hitching a ride in the undercarriage of their pickup truck. And ending up 13 miles away in the state's largest city late last month, a journey that included speeds of 65 miles an hour on an interstate. Your thoughts,
1: Todd that Dylan? Was amazing! <laughs> that was I think amazing. that is awesome. That's like uh, there's going to be a movie about that.
2: Todd, I know there's that not that much of a delay. Technologically there's gonna speaking, there's going to be a movie about that. There is not that much of a delay. There may be. Uh, Outside of IT work when uh, <laughs> the cogs and gears are moving around and that, that big melon ears, but yeah. there was a good you, 10 seconds of are- silence.
0: All right, <laughs> welcome in. Corey, joining the group uh, uh, late, but always welcome. Oh, hey. <laughs> and as long as we hit the oh, hey, we're moving <laughs> in. Todd missed you. He said, he said TT
3: more than enough times already. I felt it in my loins. That's why I decided to stop by. Burning loins. There you go. Moist loins. Todd Dillon, uh,
0: let's yes move sir. on from uh, from the booze news to 90-second sports, sir.
1: Word to the
2: mother. And we see him heading in that direction. The 20. He's going for 40.
1: And it's 90-second sports.
2: All
0: right, sir. The floor is yours. Uh, go ahead with the uh, – oh, we're going to do the hourglass today.
2: To wait
1: for Nick to do the timer. Mm. Dude, He's going
2: to tell you to go. 90-Second uh, Sports
1: starts now. Perfect. I thought I was going to spend today talking about one of the greatest events in golf ever. Uh, the, the, the Open was played at St. Andrews, uh, the old course uh, in Scotland this past weekend, and uh, Tiger Woods bowed out early. It was an incredible event. Cameron Smith won it. I thought I was going to spend my entire 90 seconds talking about how just symbolic it was. Tiger will likely never play there again. I mean, it's going to be old by the time it comes back. Even the the British Open's played every year, but it won't come to St. Andrew's again until he's like 60 or something. But anyway, I wanted to bring everybody in on the fact that this may be taking me away from the podcast, but I think I'm going to be going pro in a sport. Yeah, you're going pro? Uh, I am going pro. Uh, after I read the following story uh, that I'm going to share with you about Jamie Graham, uh-huh. the number three ranked American Cornhole League player in the world, <laughs> okay, this is and I'm going to read it with my I'm going to do my best Southern draw because he's from South Carolina. <clears throat> I'm Jamie Grant, ACL Pro from Carolina Conference, and this is my story and how and when I started playing cornhole and worked my way up. To an ACL pro. I I'm sorry, Todd, you're out of A- time. 90-second <laughs> sports is over. That
2: sounded like it was really going to be fantastic, though.
1: <laughs> it was going to be, damn it. By the
0: way, I'm not sure if you know this, but I was at uh, Phil Bowen's kid's graduation party today, and Phil said, fuck you and your 90-second sports. Wow. Never heard of him. That's what I thought you'd say. <laughs> well, Phil who? <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> is, that,
1: is that that McCracken boy?
0: McCrevis, I think, is the word you're looking for.
1: Yeah,
0: right. Just like sand, right in McCrevis. All right, uh, let's. Todd, pull that crown apple shot out again, and uh, and join us here as well as everybody in the audience. Thank you so much for for joining in and uh, finding us here on the internet every Friday. Corey, cheers.
1: Cheers. Hang on a second, you bitch.
0: <laughs> Poor faster man.
1: Seriously. Jeez, the, the air's heavier here in Seattle. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready, I'm ready. I'm ready. It should be lighter, isn't it? I'm at a higher, way higher elevation. It I'm should no be way lighter. But, all right. Now everybody's a scientist, you pricks. Cheers, you pricks. Salute. Oh. All right. Hey, hey, TT. Yes. TT, can you see the camera? Nope. Can you see me in the camera? Sure can't.
2: No, he can't. He really can't. Oh, yeah. And fuck you <laughs> alright fair enough alright
0: uh, I'm a little gentleman's agreement
2: oh no, it's the MF and gentleman's agreement oh done All right, love that <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright if you're new to the show gentleman's agreement is a segment in which we take turns assigning each other movies or TV shows that we've seen that uh, the other fella hasn't and we want to Introduce them to a little culture. Um, so sometimes it could be cruel, sometimes it could be deliciously beautiful. And let's hope it's the second one tonight. Uh, Corey. <laughs> Corey had to watch The Fisher King.
3: I did. And considering I didn't think I was going to be here tonight, didn't have a chance to watch God ah, damn it.
0: Boom, boom, boom,
1: boom. All
0: right. So I will, I will follow that with, with my, my watch, which was assigned by you. Uh, which is how to rob a bank on vice. Yes. Right. It wasn't the movie. The, what looked like a piece of shit movie called how to rob a bank with Zach Efron or some bullshit.
3: Zach Galifianakis. It's Zach. a great movie, by the way. <laughs> really? Yes. Uh, yeah. It's, it's uh, been hilarious. Looked
0: horrible. All right. So I watched, I watched this, the series. It, it's a documentary, uh, eight parts. I watched the first two. Um, it, it is what it, what the title implies. It is, uh, people who have no business robbing banks uh, thinking they could rob a bank. Uh, at least that's what the f- the first two episodes showed me. Well, maybe the last six. Uh, exactly. Were some, There's a couple guys who did it. Yeah, yeah who actually did a good job. Uh, you should you should continue
3: on to watch. Them. Should I? Yeah. I, I just
0: might because I will say uh, I'm going to give the whole thing a a B plus. Uh, it scratched me right where I itch, and I think that it was a,
1: robbing banks. Uh,
0: it, uh, the idea that you can rob a bank and get away with it. And the rest of us who've never even considered it, but watch enough movies, knowing exactly how much fucking hard work it must be to plan and actually successfully Surely execute. not a bank. Rent. Well, these guys are. Dude,
1: I just watched the whole Ocean series again: eleven, twelve, oh, and thirteen. This mean... weekend, did you watch it on? Yes.
0: Now? Yeah, it was. It was playing on weekend. I watched the first two. Yes. Yes. Uh, number the twelve is my favorite. I don't know why. I love them all. Um, yeah, th- that that's that's a lesson in how to do it. These guys are more like now don't ever don't ever try that <laughs> <laughs> especially when you get um, when they cuz they they're, they start right at the beginning and, I, and the one thing i will say about this whole series is, which is great is that e- each episode's only like 45 minutes some of the other documentaries that you guys have assigned me would try to tell the same kind of story but stretch it out over like eight one hour episodes it, with a crazy amount of unnecessary interviews and details and all this and this one just was very brisk and like to the point like we're telling the story uh, which i appreciated so, yeah, in that first 45 minutes, it was a uh, guy who worked, uh, I cannot remember the state, but it was obviously not in the northern part of the country, Uh Loomis Federal Bank that uh, he got talked into trying to rob because he worked there. Um, and there was a girl that he was sweet on, uh, and this girl and, and her, her, her her hick friends tried to talk him into uh, helping them rob this bank.
3: So that that's yeah. the basis of... Cause that the uh, Zach Galifianakis movie is based on that that story that story because because it, it is it is a, obviously a true story now that you know that yeah but yeah the, the movie also plays around that exact um exact idea it's it's Oh I have to see both now again I,
0: I feel like the Galifianakis movie is not
3: called How to Rob a Bank though no it's not there um, is another
0: movie called How to, to Rob a Bank which looks really stupid and. Galifianakis should have been on the poster for that and he wasn't. So some other shitty movie, but at any rate... You said Zach Efron, anyway. Uh, yeah, it was a <laughs> Zach somebody.
1: <laughs> um, Zac Dunleavy.
0: Yeah, when they're interviewing uh, one of the stick-up men and the first words out of his mouth are, you know, Steve Chambers used to be one of my good friends. And I just said, Rob Bank, I-, I think I'm in. Things are going to go bad for the whole crew.
1: <laughs> and
0: that's, that's, how, that's how each of the episodes went, at least the first two. So uh, I find it really uh, entertaining. It moved pretty quickly and would recommend it to anybody. How to Rob a Bank, uh, Hulu, uh, or anywhere we can get Vice. Yes. Nice, good. Right. Yeah, cool. thank you. Uh, Todd. Yes, sir. You had a Girl in the Picture from Nick, correct?
2: Yep.
1: I did. Uh, Nick? Yes, sir. I don't know if you pulled this out of your ass or if you really, really know me. You touched on <laughs> this this selection for me is by far the one that touched touch this actually you remember my reaction to the Bob Probert documentary that Corey did it, and I felt like I played a part I was an enabler. Yeah. There were so many things that resonated with me uh, in this this documentary that I have to say, it's like you, you couldn't have put it on a better person's on a more touching way. So uh, for the, for the audience out there, uh, if you don't, if you haven't listened to the podcast before, or if you have, you know, that, um, it's not everything's about me, but most everything's about me. So, <laughs> wow. um, I'm going to preface it with that. And this assignment, and I didn't know it and I watched it and I was appalled. I went through every emotion uh, that you can go through. I was appalled. Right. I was angry. I was sad. I was really, really sad. Uh, I was angry. It's not again. a separate I, emotion. It, no, really, really sad. is for me, is almost <laughs> tear worthy. Uh, almost. Yeah, dude. This is so. Again, I don't want to give any spoilers. I, I, I thirty seconds so synopsis. I, 30 second synopsis. Uh, there is a woman who is discovered on the side of the road by people driving down the road in the middle of the night. Uh, they think she's dead, but she's not. They get her to the hospital, uh, and she—it looks like she's the victim of a hit and run on the side of the road. Wait, hold she on. Looks like yeah, she, she
0: looks like she's dead, but she's not. Sounds like a spoiler to me. And so, this is a spoilery review or a spoiler-free review? This is. She's
1: dead. She's the girl. <laughs> That's in the not victim. what I asked. Spoiler you. alert.
0: <laughs> okay, so let's let's call it a spoiler. Spoilery review. Spoilers w- will follow. So If, you don't- if you're
1: going to be spoiled in like 13 seconds then. Anyway, the, I, I was trying to avoid it. Anyway. Into this 55-second uh, the, review. The, the, yeah, exactly. Anyway, the big thing about this is, and I, I got to get to, my, to my, the thing about me, but the synopsis is the, the FBI and, and an author, they write, they write a book about it, and they investigate, and they try and solve the story of who this woman was. Uh, who was killed, and, and really that's why it's, it's called the the girl in the picture because it takes a long time for them to actually figure out who this person is, even though at the very, very beginning they think they know who she is uh, and they don't v- discover it until the very end. And I was gripped through the whole thing. And the, so the, the things that really – and so, I'm gonna, so that's my synopsis of what it is. The things that really grabbed me were, A, she was born in Livonia, Michigan, right around the corner from – Uh, and this is kind of one of the things that kind of tapped it at the end Uh, the next piece actually will kind of make more sense to people Uh, there is a significant portion of the uh, documentary that covers her work at a certain adult establishment in Florida (laughs) uh, the Moans Venus and anybody who's known me uh, for a long time will have heard me told told a story and again I'm not a big strip club guy but I I go to strip clubs every now and again, and, uh, and I have usually have very, very interesting adventures, but, and again, I say this, anybody who's known me for a long time, uh, knows that I spent about three months in Tampa, Florida, uh, attending a mainframe, uh, boot camp, uh, years ago, getting ready for a year 2000. And, uh, so she died, uh, in around that time and not, like that year or anything, but within the ten years of that point, so there's like a connection to to that space. But the strip club that that's actually featured prominently because she worked there is the Moans Venus in Tampa, Florida. Which, again, if you've ever been with me, known me for a long time, I've told you told stories about this. The Moans Venus is a strip club like no other strip club uh, in the world. In fact, I went there only once because. Uh, I I knew that I could never ever go there again, or else I would be in big 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 trouble. Uh, and so, it is a one visit place that I would recommend anyone, man, woman, uh, queer, whatever. You should go to the Moans Venus one time if you are if you love uh, beautiful women, uh, because it's actually highlighted in the in the documentary. And it's, Nick, since you assigned it to me, which and most so this is like, most queers it, do. Are we still I'm,
0: doing the review of this? Uh, yes. This review yes. on the strip club. Okay,
1: keep going. Yes. The Moans Venus. Uh, I, dude, I watched this, told my sister she had to watch it, and then I told her the stories about me at the Moans Venus. <laughs> that is the greatest strip club <laughs> on, the, on the Earth, and maybe in the galaxy, and I don't know what's bigger than the galaxy right now, the universe. Uh, it... All right, I'm going to tell you right now, Todd. Just pull
0: it back in. Uh, Yes, sir. Focus, focus (laughs) on the review. Clearly, you've never been to the
1: Saturn Star. (laughs) You've never exactly. You've never been to the Moon's Venus. Should our
0: listeners watch this? What What's your review?
1: Yes, yes. Yes. The review. It's an A plus. Nick, dude, I'm glad you touched everything. Everybody should. So first and foremost, I mean, we, we. we delved into the, the subject of a little bit of politics and with Ro, the Roe thing mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago. Uh, but everyone who has a child or is thinking they want to have a child, every human being should watch this because every emotion we touch, there's this is the one of the most, again, stirring things I've ever watched. But it's a solid A+. Plus. Every, everyone should see this. Everyone should see it. Uh and and then because the other thing because lastly the other the last emotion I had was a little bit of anger and this is and again I'm not going to get political or or really weird here but I I wish given given the number of Native women and people of color who disappear every year the work that went in and how this haunted people uh, is is awesome but it, it struck me would the same be done if 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 she wasn't uh, such a beautiful person uh, on the outside and so. That, I'll leave it with that. It's a solid A+. Plus. Everyone should see it. it. It touched every emotion. Amazing. I heard a lot of sadness and anger. I never heard happiness. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: so that would be a spoiler. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs>
3: no. Yeah, all right. He's happy because they reminded him of the Moans Venus.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. No. I, the Moans I, Venus, yes. That I, was, that was a I very know. happy time. I think I know where you're
2: going. Uh, but, uh. yeah, I... I love anything you know that is is true crime you know is and especially if it's done well, yeah. and uh, this was an edge of your seat kind of thing for me as well and and it is it's pretty
1: fucked up. It is, it uh, is.
2: But it, it hurts so good, you know. It's yeah. it's one of those situations. So
1: yes, yes. The, I think there's there's only one, and again, it would spoil it. Or there's only one. If there was one other piece mm-hmm. that I could see, and I'll tell you offline. So then don't spoil it. That would, that would have put the cherry on the top and I would have, you, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. I, I would have jumped out of my chair. Happy. Yep. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it, buddy. <laughs> thank you. Thank All you. Right. Thank
0: you. Shortest review we've ever had. All right. Mo- moving on. <laughs> and by the way, if, Venus, if you find, if you find, fill, if you find yourself saying again, then you don't need to say what follows that. Cause you've already said it once. <laughs> Fuck on, bad <laughs> food
1: boy. <laughs> Why don't you tell me about your recipe again, Bob? <laughs> Nick
0: Bader. You had to watch Nightmare Alley from Todd, I think.
2: Nightmare Alley. Was that from you, Todd?
1: It was from me. Okay.
2: So, Nightmare Alley. Um, I'm not going to jump into you know quick synopsis and grades and all that stuff, but I did watch it. Uh, it seemed much longer than most movies. Um, I don't recall... If it was like three hours long, but <laughs> it I do, was not three I, hours. I long. do remember stopping it at an hour and 15 and I, I definitely had well over an hour to go. Um, oh, so, uh-oh. so it was, it was, it was a little ways, but it was phenomenal. I, I fucking loved it. I absolutely fucking oh! absolutely loved the movie. Um, it, it's, uh it's based on like 1930s, um, a guy in the 30s who um, who ends up like having to go on the road because he really doesn't have any other life and uh, did you watch it, Bob I, I have seen it yeah okay takes place in the 30s um, and this guy basically is forced to go onto the road and join a carnival and um, and it's phenomenal i I was able to you know through Bob you know I still am able to if I need to once in a blue moon go watch something on his HBO account which is awesome and this happened to be on there I didn't have to pay for it and this was the first time they actually gave like a really uh, a synopsis like a look into the movie on HBO Plus um about hey this is what to look for in this show this is not about the director did not want to go into this talking about scenes talking about um grandiose locations and all this stuff they really really focused on the wardrobe um to the effect that uh, as someone gains or loses money, their clothes get snappier, they're more tailored, um, they're baggier when they're down in the dumps, and just things to look for in the show. But they said this was very clothing-centric uh, uh, directing, and he specifically found um, the, this wardrobe artist or whoever it was, that basically your eyes are locked in on the the time the sign of the times of the clothes that they're wearing, and you like care less about what's going on in the background, which I kind of disagree because there was also really really cool props mm-hmm. and and backgrounds mm-hmm. to it, and um, it it seemed like it transported you back in time, which I definitely they mentioned that, and I, I couldn't couldn't say it any better, <laughs> um, but it it definitely kept my attention. Um, Great acting. Um, uh, there was the the guy from The Hangover. What what the hell? Bradley him? Cooper. Bradley Cooper. I'd never seen him in anything serious, so that was uh, really nice to see. Um, I think he did a phenomenal job. I think really all the actors did a great job um, in that movie. And what's his face from Sons of Anarchy? The big dude with the face like a frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> Elaine Benes. No. <laughs>
1: The, oh, I thought he was uh, 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 Will and Defoe. No, nope. he's not big. No, the, the big, big guy dude. with the gray hair, Sons of Anarchy. He was like, oh, 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 I, I, yeah. So I can, I can pick him up. That was the the billionaire, right? The billionaire. No, no, no. He was the strong man. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, he looks like the dude from the West Coast Choppers. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, Paul yeah. Tuttle.
2: No, and oh, that's it. And no, it's that's not. It. Paul. It no, looks that's like from, from West yeah, Coast Choppers. Right. 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 Yeah. But. Yeah, this guy. I think he played in some of the Marvel movies or something like. Yeah, it. It was,
1: you're right. He yes, you're the, you're right. He, I can't remember what his name is, but, but you I know the guy.
2: I actually really like him as an actor in the things I've seen, and he took a very back seat in this movie, um, which was surprising uh, because usually he's the one you're focusing on, and yep. um, but they all did a great job, and and it was it was delightful to watch. It was very entertaining. And it kept me interested.
1: So, awesome, awesome. job! That was yeah, a, awesome. it was a stretch. Thank you. It was a stretch for I thought it, I thought this was a stretch ask. I love it. Yep. Yeah, I really liked it. Enjoyed it a lot.
0: Awesome. All right. So, new picks for next week. Uh, I have Nick. Nick has Todd, and Todd has me. Oof. Nick, I'm gonna make this quick. Uh, you got the Silence of the Lambs. Nick. Okay. This quick. You oh. have. Go. Not seen it, I'm going to assume.
2: No. Nope.
1: All right. Bob. Yeah. So I'm going out on a limb, uh, but based on what you did to me the last time, I think this is a perfect limb to be uh, on. Okay. Uh, the show is Dave. I think it's on Hulu. Dave? Yep. Is it a live action show? <laughs> He's gonna. You know, I think he'll actually
2: like that. It's uh, spelt, uh, um, spelled with a silent P. Is it, is it live hey, action or animated?
0: It neither. What? <laughs> Hold on. What do you mean neither?
1: It's it is either, not live action. Yeah. And it is not animated.
0: Oh, it's it's like a My Name Is Earl. That's a live action show. So live it's action means they're actual people and not yeah. I think like Homer Simpsony <laughs> type of characters.
1: I think Tyler's misunderstanding the live action part. Okay. Oh. I think this live. I think live action is a bit broad. <laughs> no if there are real people okay don't you talk about me so
0: dave on hulu yes got it thank you no thank you sir
2: (laughs) all right todd uh you have you have uh episode one and two um i believe they're hour-long episodes you'll have to look into it episode one and two of the fourth season of alone on netflix oh it's got it's got to be the fourth season yeah
0: do you know that he's seen seasons one through
2: three? I don't. I have not. But I don't. <laughs> I've seen I think season one and now season four, um, and it doesn't. It's um, it's like a real life kind of reality thing, so it's not something where like he's there's he's gonna miss the plot or anything like that. So, okay, so season, season four, four episodes one for and two. two.
1: One and two. Yep, yep got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen any of it.
0: All right. Well, this is gonna be awesome.
1: <laughs> I can't wait for all of these
0: reviews. All right, so to close out the show, we're going to have uh, a really quick existential question.
1: Existential Question
2: All right, for this week's installment of Nick's Existential Question of the Week, we're going to take a look at something pretty simple but um, we could also dive deep into it just depending on uh, where our brains go on this one. So this existential question of the week is going to be very, very shoot from the hip, loud neighbors versus nosy neighbors. What's your choice and why? And I think this might strike a chord with certain people in this room. And I don't know if we've all experienced it, but I know Corey – uh, has intimately experienced uh probably both of these. So they're not loud or nosy. They're just pieces of shit.
0: But the <laughs> but the choice we have to make is loud loud or noisy. Loud loud no- versus noi- nosy.
2: No- loud versus nosy. Nosy. You could say noisy versus no- nosy if it helps, mm-hmm. but I'll take nosy every day of the week. And why?
0: I can I can shut that out, I can not answer the door, I can not answer the phone. But loud neighbors are you you can't escape that shit.
2: Okay.
1: What do you think Todd? Yeah, this is a tough one for me because, to Bob's point, uh, loud would be would would annoy the shit out of me. But I don't like people being in my business. Like Mary is like a yammerer, so people always know my whole life story. And I get a story. Similarly, this uh, past you're week,
0: married to a loud neighbor is what you're saying.
1: No, no. Here, so here's the thing. This this is why it's so tough. This past week, uh, Mary went on to the local website uh, neighborhood or whatever, and someone was giving away a free chicken coop for a small chicken coop. And I'm like, hey, uh, even though I have a big chicken coop, a small chicken coop will be really good to introduce new chickens. Uh, in case they don't get along, you can you can quarantine them. And so Mary's like, oh, I reached out to get this free chicken coop from this guy. And I'm like, oh, free is really good. We will take it. Uh, free wasn't free because... This dude, Mary then, divulged my whole life history, and they forged some sort of relationship. And what should have been a 15-minute pickup of a free coop led to five hours of me fucking hanging out with a dude who's now my best friend. <laughs> and so I would say that chicken coop's not free. And so that nosiness, I don't want anybody in my business. So I feel like if I had a noisy neighbor... If I didn't have, if they weren't, if they were so noisy that I needed to murder them, I'd do that. And if they weren't that noisy, then I'd soundproof my house. So, I would take a noisy neighbor over a nosy neighbor any day because I don't like people in my business. Okay, I, I feel long like, you, story but short. I feel
0: like Mary's your biggest problem there. I mean, were it not for Mary, you wouldn't have had any of those hours.
1: That's true. Yeah, but still, I don't like. But again, a nosy neighbor implies that they're looking through my garbage to see. Where I, would I buy? And so, well, I again... That.
3: No, that's that's a
0: psychotic name. I, I uh, but, yeah, you might be right there.
2: I don't want people in my business. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to echo your sentiment. Um, mostly because, you know, I'm not somebody that, you know, noise bothers me. I can sleep. I don't care what you do. It's your house. Um, you know, aside from having concert
1: speakers. Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. But the point of it, but the idea of a loud neighbor is... It's so loud it is invading your house.
1: I understand that. I asked the qualifying questions around here, Bob, <laughs> and I didn't ask one. And therefore, right, yeah. it's just a loud neighbor. My, mis- my mistake. Sorry, Sorry,
0: whose Sorry. segment is this?
2: Yeah, my mistake. Um, no, but, but you know, it could be if we were down here and you hear boom, 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 boom you know, yeah. that wouldn't bother me. Because I'm like, okay, whatever, that doesn't... And exactly. I could I could still go to sleep. <laughs> but what does bother me, and I've especially seen more and more based on whatever algorithm I'm looking on Facebook now, but it's popping up with a lot of neighbor issues and Karens and, and seeing what some of these people actually do go through of, you know, cameras on the side of their fence that point directly into your windows. Uh, that's a nosy neighbor. Um, neighbors that are, you know... Carrying up on your driveway, saying your car's been running in the driveway too long, and it's going to kill the environment, and screaming at the top of their lungs saying you need to fix this, and calling the police, mm-hmm. and why haven't you picked up your trash? It's been on the side of your house mm-hmm. for two weeks. You know that, mm-hmm. like the homeowners association type of Karen neighbor mm-hmm. that is worried Preach. more more about Preach. you than about their own business would, I would, I would probably, that'd be the only time I would actually murder someone because I, That's what I'm talking leave about. me the fuck alone, worry about your own business, you know, I get it if, like, I have a dog and it shits on your lawn or something, yeah, come talk to me, but when they're like, you know, you, you've got a flag and it's against the rules of the bylaws and you're not supposed to your have door's this. red. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't want I don't want your door to be. It, it angers me. You're hurting the environment because you you warm up your car in the morning. You know, like stupid shit like that. Um, or you know, a neighbor that would say, you know, oh uh, his roof uh, has been fucked up for too long. He needs to replace that. You know, it's bringing down the exactly. value of my or, house.
1: You know, like exactly. I heard you. Hmm. I I heard Norm's been poking the pool girl. You don't know want nosy yeah. neighbors. Keep that shit away. Yep. How about you, Cor?
3: Well. You guys obviously know the the situation at yeah. my mom's house. So I don't. Todd doesn't. Yeah. Then well, we'll talk about that later, Todd. But um, <laughs> uh, we I um, we currently have, and for those that can't see, Danielle is sitting next to me currently. So uh, hi
1: Danielle. She, she can't hear you currently. But
3: hey,
0: <laughs> hey Todd. Can, how hey, are can you?
1: you hey can you ever put show, show us your balls? In no, I,
0: no, Maybe next time. Maybe offline. No.
1: Yeah, off camera. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so maybe off camera. We, we currently do. We
3: we do have. Uh, some neighbors, kind of kitty corner in our backyard, that are every night at what nine o'clock? Yeah, nine o'clock, they, o'clock sounds. They boring. start playing music.
0: Oh, no, before that. <laughs> no a little so before even you.
3: before nine o'clock, they start. Just, because time you They, they it, and literally, it's music blaring all night until about one a.m. Uh, it's isn't, there a, bitch. isn't there a isn't there a it's local summertime. ordinance that says
0: it's like ten or eleven?
3: Yeah, no, they don't care about our that. And have called the cops.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say is every it good night music? it should be called the cops.
1: What? It, cops got other shit to do, Bob. They got they got to fucking do other shit. Don't no, be calling no, that no, on no. no, is no. It good music? The,
0: an ordinance is Make? a fucking ordinance. So we so we have
1: that. So yeah. now you know neighbor bitches are gonna be fucking <laughs> court, making sure people blow their lawn to the right da- length. <laughs> well, no, there are ordinances for that and, shit
3: too. And the, like like Nick said, the, the music I've just become immune to it now. I hear it when I get home, and it, I mean they do—they do shut it off at a, at a certain time, but it's yeah probably way too late for people that live like directly next to them. Yeah. Um. So how they, like, how the people that live directly next to them deal with that, I have no idea. But we also have um, a guy down the block from us that every this summer he hasn't done it, but last summer every day he would be out in front of our house just sitting there, walking up and down. Either way.
0: Okay. Well, uh, all right. You he's tell the story. Either
3: way, he would be out in front of the house every single day. Yeah. And when I would leave for work, he would want to have a full conversation, which, by the by, I'm, I'm John to him. I don't know how he came up with that, but.
1: That's great. You could be so a good like John. As John, you, you could like be a, a real prick. Take your glasses off, you dick. You'd probably be a fucking Corey. When he <laughs> finally calls the
0: cops on John for being a prick,
3: you don't know who he's talking about. Your name's Corey. Uh.
0: Uh, well,
1: I. <laughs> Yeah,
3: true. But either way,
1: these seem like these he, seem like first world problems. He would,
3: <laughs> I would try to be leaving to go to work, and it's just question after question. And yeah, yeah. To me, that that's way it was way harder to deal with that. Which thank God this summer he has not been been around. Uh, but yeah, that that I couldn't deal with. Over or the, the music's the music's fine. Like I said, I, I've just become it's, so numb to it that you just you're like whatever they can do what they want. But this guy out there, every day, it was to the point where I'm like, holy shit, how do I leave the house without
1: him seeing me? <laughs> Corey. Corey. Yes. Corey. You, say, you said he was differently abled, so he is in a wheelchair? No. No, he's not in a wheelchair. Okay. No. Well, then, again, I would, what you should have done, and I'm surprised you didn't do it, you should have propositioned him. In what sense? Wouldn't that make
2: you a John? Yeah, I would but I,
1: I, I, if he wasn't interested in the in the in the TT, then he'd be on his way and not show up again. <laughs> but you should have proposed. You should have set up the propositions so that you knew the outcome, and then he would have self selected. I feel like he would have taken the proposition Todd. <laughs> well, then you should have freaking
3: taken him up on it.
1: Okay, so because that helps,
3: that helps in what way?
1: I love
0: how Todd's got all the answers. It's a terrible answer.
2: But <laughs> I do. It's not. I love we'll
3: that. talk
1: offline.
2: I'll, I'll show you We'll talk offline. Worth. I love how the, the fact that we're, you know, wagging our finger at uh, these loud neighbors and ordinances and all this other stuff, yet I go to take a piss for one second, and every weekend my neighbors are having the same conversation like, well, at least he's not nosy. Because uh, I come back and
1: <laughs> boom, boom, and it's not till one the, it's not till one in the morning
2: it's till six every weekend yeah. so this might be a very intimate conversation that they've had it might be but yeah that hits
0: a little close to home doesn't it <laughs> all right that is uh, the episode for this week thank you for tuning in we'll see you next weekend everybody be good to yourselves take care. See ya?